I'm Daniel Foley from the Mental Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily community meditation, where today we're talking about continuing to build and prosper. So in the book of Ezra, in chapter 6, the people are working to restore the temple of God. The temple had been destroyed, the people had been exiled, and now they're starting to rebuild the temple. And then it says in Ezra chapter 6, verse 14, it says, So the elders of the Jews continued to build and prosper under the preaching of Haggai, the prophet, and Zechariah. And so I started thinking about this. Wait a minute. They continued to build and prosper under the preaching of Haggai and Zechariah. So wait a minute. We need to go back. We need to see what did these two guys preach? Because when they preached what they preached, the people began to build and they began to prosper under that preaching. So if we go back, we look in Haggai chapter 1 verses 9 through 10. You'll see the whole theme of this whole book of Haggai is prioritizing putting the Lord's things first. Prioritizing putting God's things first. Seeking first the kingdom of heaven. So here's what it says in chapter 1. I believe it's just one chapter. Chapter 1, verses 9 through 10. It says, Because of my house, which remains a ruin, while each of you is busy with his own house, therefore because of you, the heavens have withheld the dew and the earth its crops. And so the central message of this book of Haggai, what was the what was the teaching that caused the people to build and prosper? Was seek first the kingdom of God. Put God things first. Put his things ahead of your things. And God told them, he said, look at this. He said, up until now, you worked, you did all these things, but you had nothing to show for it. He said, mark this day from the first day you laid the stones on the foundation of my temple. From this moment on, watch how I'm going to bless you. And so we're going to take communion over this today. Asking God to help us to get this right. So that we can continue to build and prosper with him. But let's get started with our daily prayer. And then we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was struck down, he was smitten, bruised and pierced and crushed and destroyed also that you could be on our side, that you could be fighting for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you more and more. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe the same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and you seated him at your right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. 
expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ and to let it flow through us so we do good and our blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us make the most of those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. And so, Father, I ask you to, to give us help today. Help us to, well, pray through the mighty name of Jesus. I must forgot the most important part there. But, Father, we're asking for your help. Help us to prioritize things the way that you intended us to. Help us to put your things first, to seek first the kingdom of heaven, to seek first what you value, what you treasure, so we can get our priorities in order that will go well with us, that will build and prosper together with you. Help us to just see any areas where we're not doing this. And we thank you the night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and said, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in your remembrance of me. Father, you laid upon Jesus the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes you've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by you, smitten by you. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in your sight. All through his one sacrifice. And you raised him up from the dead. And you seated him at your right hand. And you raised us up together with him and made us sit together with him. And we get this opportunity today. To remember, we've been made one with you through the sacrifice of Jesus. And so I thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and remember our fundamentals. We've been made one with God. We've got access to everything he's given us. His peace, his joy, his love, his presence, his time, his energy, his health, his finances, his power. We've got access to it all. Unlimited, inexhaustible supply. And we get to walk in the light with him today. And the shortcut to walking in the light is to stay positioned in gratitude and praise. Keep filling up that basket of praise today. Praising God for who he is and all the great and precious promises that we have in Christ. And let's stay tuned into him. Let's stay connected to him. And let's take action. Just do those things that we know to do. And do them with a good attitude. Do them with peace and joy and confidence in God as we trust that he's right there with us every step of the way. Let's just go ahead and take our bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he said, this is the cup, the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that released us from darkness and transferred us into the light. We get to have this covenant relationship with you, Father. But we do have a part to play in this covenant. Believing in you and giving ourselves and other people the same grace and love and forgiveness that you've given us. Because I want to encourage you today, if you're missing it or off track, instead of beating yourself up and condemning yourself, let's give yourself grace. Let's love yourself. 
And let's let that flow through us to other people. Giving them the same love and grace God has given us. And so, Father, I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take our juice. All right, we've been talking a little bit lately about in the area of health and fitness. We talk about some health and fitness tips usually after our time of communion. Because I think physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. But we've been talking about increasing mobility, being able to move like a little kid again. So I want you to think about what are the movements that you can't do like you used to be able to do? Maybe it's lunges, maybe it's squats, maybe it's push-ups. Who knows what it is? What movements do you have trouble doing? How could you start practicing that in a very easy, very safe way? And just working on growing in that and developing that again. It's amazing what it can do for our bodies. But I hope this is helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.